Welcome to the New Grace Sermon Podcast. Our church exists so people experience new life in Christ. We invite you to connect with us on social media at newgrace.cc, on Facebook and Instagram. For more information about our church or to support us financially, visit newgrace.cc. Revelation 8. Let's just go the first four verses, Jessica. I feel like the Lord's given us a little bit of direction. If you're there with me, say amen. We're going, we're, going, we're going to push a little further. Who wants to go with me? You want to go with me a little further? I feel like the Lord's given us a little bit of direction here. I want to go a little further. Verse number one of the eighth chapter of Revelation, when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. Wow. When the Bible says there's silence, that means there is 100% silence and there is 0% sound. He says, I saw the seven angels which stood before God and to them were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar having a golden censer, and there was given unto him much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. I want you to read verse number four again with me one more time. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. I want to preach real briefly, and then I want to let the Holy Spirit minister. Here's my title. You ready? What is that smell? What? Look at the person next to you and ask them, what's that smell? What is that smell? Look again at the Bible, verse number four of the eighth chapter of Revelation. And the smoke of the incense, which came with the prayers of the saints, ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. I find it strikingly significant that John, in his apocalyptic writing, draws a striking correlation between incense and the prayer of the saints before you discount or discontinue your prayer life as something that is not sacred or special i want you to know tonight that it had a special place in revelation chapter 8 that is god is unfolding apocalyptic literature as we go into the end times and the climax of all that revelation is built around there is an insert An insert, I believe, inspired by the Spirit of God that draws our attention to this 
incense and the prayers of the saints. Can I submit to you very quickly, I want to show you a few things about incense that I think embody the prayer life of a believer. Can I go there quickly? In order for you to have incense, and I ain't talking about one of them little cheap packages you buy down at Spencer's. I'm talking, I'm talking about incense from a biblical narrative. Incense from a biblical standpoint, a recipe, if you will. If you here, here we here we here we go. If you want to release incense, you've got to have a recipe for incense. Because incense is specific spices that are brought together. Here's the word into a mixture. Listen to me, a mixture. You can't have incense, and you cannot give the aroma and the sweet-smelling savor of the of the fragrance unless you mix the right ingredients. I want to say something about prayer. Prayer is a culmination and a conglomerate, a mixture of the events in your life, the ingredients of season after season that God begins to bring together to nurture and create a life of prayer in a believer. I want to say to you this evening that many times our prayer life is not automatic, but sometimes God will let life happen to you. Sometimes God will let problems happen to you. Sometimes God will let storms happen to you. Sometimes God will let trials happen to you. Am I preaching to anybody in this house yet tonight? Sometimes God will allow the good, the bad, and the ugly. You've got to remember what Romans 8.28 says. It says that all, everybody say all things. All things. Say that again. All things. All things work together for good. The Bible does not say that all things are good, but it says all things work together for good. I want you to know you have a God who is willing to take the good, the bad, the ugly, the valleys and the mountaintops, the parts of your life that you despise and the parts of your life that you love. And God is so sovereign. He is so wise. He is so ahead of you. His ways are beyond your ways. His thoughts are far ahead of your thoughts that God will mix all those things together and in that God will teach you how to pray. You know what taught me how to pray? My trouble. You know what taught me how to pray? My problems. You know what taught me how to pray? My weakness. You know what taught me how to pray? My devils. You know what taught me how to pray? My failure. You know what taught me how to pray? My victories. You know what taught me how to pray? My mountains. You know what taught me how to pray? My glories. My prayer life is a mixture. The recipe for incense is likened to the recipe for a prayer life. God will mix things together, bring things together. But watch this. The release of incense. Say release. The only way incense, the only way incense has any release is if it burns. is if you light it on fire. You know what I've been praying, and I know it's cliche, but I've been praying for God to light this church on fire. Don't get nervous. Can I come back here? I've been praying for God to light this place up. I have. If you're in this room and you're under 21, you are in the danger zone. 
And I'm saying it in a way that Kenny Loggins can't say it. I'm talking about you're in the danger zone. I've been praying for you. I've been waiting on God to stir something up in you. I've been praying for the gift of the Holy Spirit of God to awaken inside of you. I am praying for God to stir up a fire in this church. I'm talking about something that God's going to light up, that God is going to stir up. Paul told Timothy, stir up the gift of God that is in you. You know what that means? Fan the flame of what God has put inside of you. I'm thankful that I go to a church. I am so thankful I go to a place of worship. I'm so thankful I'm a part of a body that knows how to allow the Spirit of God like a wildfire out of glory to burn a blaze every time the doors are open and every time we come together. You got to burn it. You, you remember on Easter, Easter Sunday afternoon, the day Jesus rose from the dead, there were two men who were walking away from Jerusalem and they were headed to Emmaus. And as they were walking to Emmaus, a third man appeared unto them and they did not know it was the resurrected Christ. He walks with them along the way. Why are you so sad? Why do you despair so? They said, are you a stranger in these, in these parts? Do you not know what has happened to our chosen Messiah? Have you not heard that Jesus of Nazareth was crucified and buried? And as Jesus walks with them, the Bible says that he begins to expound upon the scripture all things concerning himself. I would have loved to be there and heard Jesus preach Jesus. Ain't nobody ever preached on Jesus like Jesus preached on Jesus. He began to woo and win them over in this walk. And, and the Bible says that as they came to a place where they would settle and eat supper, the Bible says that he made as though he would keep going. It's funny how Jesus will do that every now and then. He'll walk with you and then he wants to see how bad you want him to stay. He'll just keep on going, and you're like, whoa, 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 where, where, where are you going? It was just starting to get good. I noticed that a lot of y'all haven't been real tempted to check your fake Rolex and see what time it was because you're, you're too caught up in what he's doing as he's walking through the room. You're not real worried about what the clock is dictating. Don't look at it now. He made as though he was going to keep going. And they said, whoa, 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 will you stay with us and break bread? And the Bible says that Jesus sat down. And Luke said it like this in the 24th chapter, Easter Sunday afternoon. It said that he prayed with them. He broke bread. And it says when he handed them the bread... The eyes of both of them opened and they realized it was Jesus. 
Now, I've often wondered what it was that clued them in to the Christ that sat before them. And I thought it must have been when Jesus preached Jesus. It must have been the sermon where he waxed eloquent and expounded upon the text of himself. And I thought, no, that wasn't it. It must have been when he sat down with them and he began to pray. Because you know nobody prayed like Jesus prayed. Jesus prayed in such a way with communion with the Father that the disciples asked one thing in the entirety of his three and a half years of earthly ministry. They said, Lord, teach us to pray. Maybe it was when he prayed they recognized who it was. I said, no, that wasn't it. But when he broke the bread... When he broke the bread, I don't think it was in the breaking of the bread. Brad, I think, I think when he handed them the bread and they took that loaf from his hand, I think they saw the scars where the nails had been and they realized, oh, my God, the whole time it was him, the whole time he was walking with us, the whole time he was talking with us. Have you ever had God show up in your life and walk with you and talk with you and you thought that he was nowhere to be found? You thought that you were walking by yourself, but you found out the Lord kept his word when he said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Lord, I am. I am with you always. Just look at the proof. I am right here. And when he left, he vanished out of their sight. And they made this statement. They said, how our hearts burned within us. I love it when God gives his people holy heartburn. Look at the person next to you, lean into them and tell them I'm burning tonight. I'm burning. I'm burning tonight. I'm burning tonight. <laughs> when you mix incense and you burn incense, we just casserole in this sermon right now. Everybody all right? As you... Get your recipe, and you burn it to release it. The whole object of incense is for it to be raised. And he says, the prayers of the saints, likened unto incense, are raised, and they make their way to the throne of Almighty God. Maybe we should change the way we talk about prayer. Maybe instead of saying, I hope God hears my prayer, maybe we should start saying, I hope God smells my prayer. <laughs> you know what God's going to do for some of y'all at New Grace tonight? He's going to help you graduate from this little take a knee Tebow. Ten second. God is good. God is great. Ain't nothing wrong with Tebow's prayer. I know, I know, I know he's on the clock. 
But what God wants you to do is press through the mixture of the mess of your, who am I preaching to? And let God's hand set a fire in your prayer life that burns ablaze in such a way where it raises into the very presence and the face of Almighty God. And he is pleased with your petition and your faith. Somebody give him praise in this house. You know what? You know what I'm not praying for? A location. You know what I'm not praying for? Money. You know what I'm not praying for? To trend. I've been praying for revival. I've been praying for God to mix the mess of every person in our church. I've been praying for God to take the beautiful ugly. (laughs) It's been a privilege to pastor messed up people I've had it I've had it said to me for years how's it feel to pastor the island of misfit toys and in the second decade of our church I don't think I'm going to accept that statement anymore because we ain't toys and we ain't playing around God didn't dig me up out of hell, call me to preach, and send me to Commerce, Georgia to play games, to play patty cake, to ring around the rosy, to not have no limp-wristed, vanilla wafer-eating, panty-wasted church. We're not here to go through the routine of religion. We're not here to run around in circles and sit and burn incense and sing kumbaya. No, we're on a mission straight out of heaven to charge the gates of hell with the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ because we believe that God answers prayer and when we pray, it ascends above the third heaven into the face of God and we believe that God answers prayer. I'm a product of prayer. You're a product of prayer. This church is a product of prayer. The only reason you're going to heaven, the only reason you're saved, the only reason you've been delivered is because you're a product. You're a product of prayer. Just stay standing with me. Don't sit down yet. Don't sit down. Yeah, y'all got to learn how to stand your feet a little bit longer. Amanda, when you burn, I'm I'm asking you because I know you know. I know you know. I know you know. When you burn incense, I'm asking out of ignorance here. 
How long does it take for it to fill the room? It, I'm so glad I asked you that question. And I'm so glad that was your response. She said, oh, come on, oh, come on. It takes a little while. Here's a thought regarding your prayer. Son, it might take a little while. This ain't about God needing to hear it. See, this is about God needing to smell it. (laughs) This is about God going, y'all smell that? Somebody's for real. Somebody's serious. There's a daddy down there on Sunday night that doesn't want their teenage boy to go to hell. I smell that. There's somebody down there that's refusing to live in the cycle of victimhood like their parents and grandparents. I smell that. There's somebody down there It's serious about revival. There's somebody down there serious about breakthrough. There's somebody serious down there about breaking through the barriers of normality. When God himself says, what is that smell? It may take a little bit longer then you've been taken. I find myself in study and the Spirit of God will stop me and he'll say, close your laptop, close your laptop, close your Bible. Why don't you try spending half as much time praying as you do preparing? What if we spent half as much time praying as we do posting? What if we spent half as much time praying as we do talking? I just want God to hear my prayer. Man, I want God to smell mine. I want mine to be distinct. I want mine to be different. And I want God to take the mix of all my life and the recipe for this thing burn in such a way where the release is raised up to heaven and God says there's somebody down there really wanting me to do something. Somebody down there that's got my attention. Somebody, do you smell? Do you smell what that church is burning? Do you smell what those people are praying? Do you smell like incense? two groups of people. There's a group of people right now that thinks we're done because they're done and they're ready to leave. And there's another group of people here that know God is calling them to pray in a way they have not been praying. Some of us tonight are going to be called of the Spirit of God to change our posture in this altar and lay on our face. How bad do you want God to turn around your rebellious child? 
How bad do you want your marriage to make it? How bad do you want God to set you apart for his glory and use you in ministry? How bad do you want God to fulfill your wildest imaginations and your dreams? Maybe you need your prayer to burn in a way it's never burned before. Can you sit before God and burn until it gets in his face? Can you push and press and pull and pray until your joints get stiff and your tongue gets tired and your eyes go from soaking wet like a river in a flood to dry and starchy? Can you pray? until you run out of the vocabulary, the words, the diction, and the language that you're supposed to declare. Can you burn? Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcatcher. New episodes are posted each week on Tuesday.